I'm not talking like a little butterfly or a, a small tramp stamp or <laughs> small tramp or like stamp. an ankle tattoo. <laughs> yeah. These would be like, these would be anywhere from like 70 year old. Episode 70 of the mashup, the best bourbon conversation you're gonna hear all week long. We're your hosts, Michael, Anthony, and Steven. Hello, Anthony. Hello, 70, 70, 70. That's a lot of episodes. Yeah. I'm worn out. You are worn out. Look at you. <laughs> you look you look tired. You look like you haven't slept in 70 episodes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But really, um, are you worn out? Because I know you were just vacationing recently, so we're not even that far coming off of your vacation experience. So can you tell me what what's going on? We went down to Florida. Ah. We went to um, Universal Studios. Oh, okay. And it was fun. I discovered that several things. Yes. I want to hear about this because, you know, we did Disney earlier this year and right. it was, you know, eye-opening for me. So um, I kind of hear about Universal. Harry Potter was cool. Okay. Yep. Uh, my daughter enjoys the Lazy River at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love a Lazy River, man. Your yeah. daughter, that's in my heart, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I'll be like, where is she? And I was like, oh, she's the Lazy River. Lazy like, River. I go over there and like go float with her. And she's like, oh, I've been around like three or four times. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> Lost on the Lazy River. I love it. So we were at a on-site resort. Okay. So it had plenty of different demographics. It had, you know, people from... Europe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People from different parts of the country. Yeah. Different backgrounds. So it's like a small world within a world, right? Because right. like it's like a community. And I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Okay. I would say more than half the people there had some form of a tattoo. Oh, really? And I'm not talking, you know. You're talking like sleeves and. I'm not talking like a little butterfly or a a small tramp stamp or <laughs> small tramp or like stamp. an ankle tattoo. <laughs> yeah. These would be like, these would be anywhere from like 70 year olds yeah. down to your, you know, your 30 year old oh, man. with like, <laughs> not just both sleeves, but like their back or like their entire leg. Oh man. And then it like, encroaches onto like their front like oh. chest area what are you looking at that for like entire like <laughs> chest tattoos. oh wow okay i mean as someone that doesn't have one yeah oh you don't have tattoos i don't either i don't i don't i don't have one i'll Not, tell you why you don't have one in a second but i don't know if you're trying to thought <laughs> yeah go ahead. Uh, um so I, I would note, I noticed this stuff obviously yeah. I mean, yeah. not that i'm actually looking at it like oh well you know what is it I'm intrigued, but then you know you can get yourself in trouble if you're staring too long. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Something. And, and get your sunglasses on, Stephen. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was shocked. Okay. By how many tattoos I saw. Well, I was going to say, and like reason- I don't know, like I, I have a very small world now that yeah. uh, I work at home. Oh yeah. I interact with people on the block. No. And that's about the extent of my yeah. my circle. You don't <laughs> so. usually see like massive amount of tattoos, but as I said, the reason why you and I don't have tattoos is because, you know, your Italian family, my Greek family, if it's anything under the same, like there's no tattoos. My dad was the guy that was like Brillo pad to tattoo off if you get it. So <laughs> it wasn't happening for me. So anyway, but that, so rest of vacation. It was good. It was, it was good. Like, I mean, 
Uh, I hate driving through Atlanta. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. No matter what time you get there, it's awful. Uh, I was going to say, man, yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess you can't go drive through it. They they built the beltways. You can't drive around it. I mean, they need to make like an upper interstate to go over it, I guess. Because it's just, <laughs> it just takes so damn long to get through it. Oh, man, that's crazy. I, I think I've only driven through Atlanta one time because since we typically vacation in Carolina, oh, it's like, true. I'm not going that far. But I have driven through there. And I think the time I drove through Atlanta, everybody in the car was asleep. It was on a trip to spring break. Um, so... I remember it not being very fun, no. especially not with a minivan full of people. Like I borrowed my parents' minivan to drive everybody to spring break. That was a lot of fun. So, but uh, that's but, cool, man. I'm glad that Harry Potter's uh, banging there at Universal. Like it was been a while, but I think I was there in 2012 for an academic conference. Yeah. And uh, I remember spending quite a bit of time at Universal. By the time the day was over, I was like, I want to leave because everybody else was a bigger Harry Potter fan than I was. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not like gigantic. Yeah. Like, I know a little bit about it, but it was just the whole, like, you know, they built the, you know, the streets of it. And yeah. The taverns and mm -hmm. Fire Breathing Dragon they have there. And Any bourbon hunting for you while you're down there? A little bit. I went to ABC. Okay. Uh, looked around. They didn't have too much, but in a glass case. Oh, Glass cases are always know, where the right? good stuff's at. I, I, I found a bottle of a 1792 single barrel pick. Oh, that's solid. So I bought that. Was it adequately priced? Like uh, not too... 42? Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's what's good. up, right? Yeah. That's good. And it was a pick. Yeah. So it was just a standard hey, single barrel. So I, I like, like I'll, pick up barrel. One, I'll pick up one of those. Yeah. But that was about it. That's about it. The, the shelves were... Did you see anybody else in there while you were there that was staring at shelves? Because that's one thing from my vacation, I remember, like, there were other people there staring at the shelves, like something magically was going to appear, like... No, I was the only person looking at bourbon. Okay, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. That's good. Eh? I basically had the whole bourbon section myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least you had to deal with that, because yeah. I mean, that can be kind of annoying. Like, I remember when I was in North Carolina, they were rolling something out of a cart. It was tequila, but somebody was like, oh, what is that? What is that? Is that bourbon? And I was like, Oh God. I'm like, can't you just see it's like a massive tequila bottle? Like, what are you even talking about? But anyway. So that was my uh my trip. Well, that's <laughs> awesome, man. I'm glad you I'm glad you're back. I'm glad we're back in the swing of things. But again, working around these schedules, man, it's tough. Yeah. I'm sure we'll we'll have another week or so during the summer that's yeah. gonna be We never intentionally have a gap week. We love to, to, to put content out, so we won't we when we can we do it. Yeah, I mean we do try to, to bank a few if we know we're gonna be gone, but sometimes it's just hard to Get yeah. them out, even if we haven't recorded. Absolutely. So we did have some more reviews. Oh, yeah. And I have to apologize because I'm an idiot. <laughs> What's wrong? Because, like, so the division of labor is that we try to, like, help each other out when it comes to different social media platforms. Okay. And we always talk about giving us rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which we want you to do that. Yeah. Well, we actually had two people that had rated us and recommended us on Facebook. Well, that's very nice. Yeah, exactly. So you can rate us on these other platforms too, and we will acknowledge you. So it's, it's long overdue here because one of these came in on May 20th, right? So we had a, a, a recommendation on Facebook from Sean P., who says, simple, polite, informative podcast about bourbon and life. And then we had another review recently from Kurt K., who said, not pretentious, informative bourbon discussion. I learned a ton catching up 
on previous episodes while relaxing on a beach vacation. Oh, that sounds perfect. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, where do, you, where do you want to be? Listen to us while you're on your beach vacation. <laughs> I want to listen to us while we're on a beach vacation. Yeah. Right? So that was uh, that was awesome. It was very uh, humbling, very nice to see reviews on, on Facebook. And I apologize for not getting to the, the, the sooner. I'm an idiot. But yeah. anyway. Well, thank you, guys. And if anyone wants a shout-out, just leave us a review on Apple Podcast Or Facebook. Or Facebook. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we'll give you a shout-out next time we record. So Anthony, you bring you brought this big green like sage box to my house. I was going to say, is it sage? You know my color blindness. I can't tell if it's sage, green, gray. What color no, is it's, it? It's a it's a very light, like a light green. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, until so we opened it up. Oh yeah. And for this week, we have a bottle of Angels Envy. It's the cellar collection. It is rye whiskey finished in ice cider casks. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. This one is uh, coming to us from the Louisville Distilling Company. That's located in the heart of the Bourbon District in Louisville, if you guys are ever visiting. Angel's Envy is right there. The bottle date is 2022. ABV on this one is 53.5 or 107 proof. The age statement is actually not on the bottle. It's on the neck tag, and it says this is seven-year-old rye whiskey. That is aged one additional year in Vermont ice cider casks. So that's coming from Eden Ciders in Vermont. That's where they get the casks from. And the mash bill on this is a 95% rye distilled in Kentucky. The MSRP is a blistering $250. So that's why it was in a box. Yeah, that's why it was in a box. But I will say this. When this thing first came out, it was five dollars to $600 on the secondary market. It's limited to 6,000 bottles. I think we have bottle number 457 out of 6,000. So that's pretty cool. Low number, maybe better. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But anyway, those are the specs. So uh, right off the bat, what is ice cider? You know, I don't really know. I'm not an experienced cider drinker. Okay. um, But if this is a specialty company up in Vermont, and I'm sure they have a great product. I didn't have a lot of time to research or look into it, but... My guess is, you know, I've heard of ice wines and things like that. So I'm guessing it's some kind of process where they do something by barreling uh, a cider, you know, like an alcoholic cider in some kind of a cask and doing something with it to bring out certain flavors. And so these casks, whatever was in them before, cider, then to Angel's Envy, putting a rye whiskey in them. Okay, because the only other ice I know is like Molson ice or Bud ice. <laughs> so, um, oh God, natural ice was nah, the nah, worst, ice worst experience <laughs> I ever had in college in my entire life. Right? Hey, hey, what do you want? I want the natty ice. It's the cheapest with the highest alcohol content. Go. Oh God. So, well, thanks for bringing that yeah, up. You're welcome. Now it's in my head. Uh, well, um, <laughs> obviously, if it's in a box and it's a, like a light sage pastel color. Yeah. I mean, it's going to catch your eye on the shelf. There's no doubt about it. There's no missing this one. No. You'd say, what is that? Yeah. And, um, but when you open it up, it is the same Angel Envy shaped bottle, mm-hmm. but the bottom half has been iced. The it glass does. itself. It's frosted. Been frosted. It Frost. looks, I mean, looks sick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, this bottle is a, yeah, there's another way to describe it. It's, it's a nice looking bottle. I mean, and then the front has like this, uh, the gold embossed um, wings that have become synonymous with the mm-hmm. brand. Their branding is always about the the angels' wings. Of course, I'm sure it comes from Angel Share, but because um, they lose 
they lose a certain percentage of any product because they put it in the barrels. And, um, of course, they're always secondary aging most of their products. I think all their products are secondary age, like meaning that they take their core product and put it in some other kind of cask to make what they're right. they're releasing. So, I mean, it is probably the coolest Angel's Envy bottle that I've seen. And um, presentation is a lot for them. Like, I know this isn't like a wooden box, like their cask strength release, but it's it's a really nice looking box. Very nice presentation from the neck tag. They got a little card that accompanies it, talking about the process to make it. I mean, what else are you seeing on this thing that you're liking? Well, in the box, there's a some sort of card that kind of give you more information, uh, notes and such. Yeah, um, a little history about the company. Of course, um, the box was magnetized. Yeah, the little enclosure is like a magnet yeah. enclosure. The presentation is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, do you feel like you're getting something for the uh, two fifty? Yeah, the two fifty <laughs> price tag is hefty. I mean, yeah. I can't. You know, once we we try it and talk about it, we'll we'll see if it's worth it. But um, that's a it's definitely definitely interesting and very um, nice presentation well with that should we go for our first notes let's do it it's definitely uh 107 proof yeah i'm i'm actually surprised at how much ethanol is hitting me it's a uh, it's quite a fair amount for it being 107 it's not like it's 120 or 125 right very sweet um that, i mean those. even with the spice of the rye yeah that cider is in your face yeah overwhelmingly sweet yeah yeah you could just Pick it right out. It's very pleasing. It's almost got, so I don't know if our listeners or if you have ever had the regular ride that they do that's aged in the uh, Caribbean rum casks. Have you had that? I don't remember actually if I have or not. Okay. Well, that tastes like, it's got like a mapley note that's like a pancake syrup okay. almost. It's like, it's good, but it's so desserty that it's, it's like it's too much. You got to be in the right mood for it. Okay. I mean, I like it, but it's you got to be in the right mood for it. This is actually a nice balance because I am catching a little bit of that maple sweetness on the nose, but then I'm also catching a lot of like fall feelings, like um, I'm definitely, in definitely apple orchard. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. you definitely smell um, to me what it smells like like an apple cider. Yep, definitely from from like an orchard. Yeah, like fresh. Yeah. Like we're talking like fresh apple cider. Oh, you get like sure. the half gallon plastic jug. Yep. I can't help. I have to say this again though, because those of you guys who like sticking your nose in the glass, like Steven over here, like he, I look over sometimes and his nose is, you know, he sticks it down in there. Um, there, it just, the ethanol keeps coming back. Yeah, it doesn't go away. Even, even like yeah. swirling. It's or crazy. Just letting it sit there. It's very crazy. And I know we, we got a little bit geeky sometimes about our color the color on this one's not super remarkable it's like an ambery color yeah, it's pretty standard looking and then the legs fall very quickly off the side of the glass so i think that's because it's a little bit i mean it's not as old as what we tasted last time but sometimes when you taste things that are you know certain ages and certain finishes i don't know if the finish has anything to do with it but the legs sort of fall off the glass pretty quickly so when we talk about angel's envy um did you know that this bottle represents their fourth release of their seller collection I did not. Well, it does. And their first one was, they think they did Oloroso Sherry Finishing. I could be wrong about that, but some kind of sherry cask. Their second one was Tawny Port. And their third one was a Madeira Finish. And then that brings us to this one. But those three were bourbon. I think this is the first rye of their cellar finish collection. Or their, their cellar collection. Well, all of the other ones, uh, you know, if they're the same age uh, product that they then finish in a cast? I, I don't recall offhand if they are or not i know that 
they all have carried that price tag. I even think the tiny port may have cost more. I think the tiny port was like almost $300. Maybe that was just the store I tried to buy it at, but I know I saw it for $300. But, you know, thinking about the price of this, and so this is a seven-year rye. Yes. I mean, how much would Willa charge for a seven-year rye? Well, I think we've talked about this in a previous episode, but, like, if it were retail, I think Willett's seven or eight year old rye, if you could get it at retail, was like two fifty or three hundred. But the general rule of thumb with Willett is every year is a hundred dollars. So six year, six hundred dollars. Okay. Seven year, seven hundred. But that doesn't apply to rye. It applies more to their bourbon mm-hmm. than it applies to their rye. So their rye's like I think I saw an eight year old rye recently sell for four fifty. I think four fifty was about the price that the Willet rye and, and, and that's, I mean, seven, eight-year-old is really old for rye. Yeah, I mean, you don't typically see rye aged that long. Um, you know, that's that's just because of the demand for rye. I mean, mm-hmm. people aren't, like, barreling up rye whiskey <laughs> saying, like, well, wait till this is 20 years old like they were with bourbon. So, but good good aged ryes that are, that are done right, um, they fetch a lot because they taste usually taste pretty delicious. So what was your feeling, you know? I mean, a good a good seven eight year old wire by itself is pretty good. Yeah. Like, what are your feelings that they're okay? So they're putting this in a cider cast, which is giving it some, you know, I guess a little bit more depth. But yeah, I mean, sometimes are it's, you, it's like it's like are it, you asking me why they didn't just release a seven year old wire? Yes, like, <laughs> you know, sometimes I feel like these casts are like hiding the youth of like a bourbon. Uh, but yeah. this is obviously can hold its own. I'm assuming it can hold its own without the finish. You know, that's a really good point. But here's the thing. Like, if you have to look at Angel's Envy as a company, they started all the way back in 2006, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, Lincoln Henderson, now deceased, had really big history in, in the bourbon industry. Um, you know, if you want to know more about that, you could probably do, you know, look and in, look into some, some more research on that. Then, of course, the legacies continued with his son, Wes. But they've always been a company that they finished bourbon and rye and different oh yeah I'm, I'm aware it's their thing yeah so it's like i i know where you're going with it and i completely am with you like you gotta ask yourself will they ever release the product like just a seven-year-old rye without any finishing mm-hmm. and i don't know because i just don't know that that's their thing like even their cask strength release that happens every fall season is just their core product and it's uh, aged a little bit longer at cask strength and it's pretty tasty. Um, it's different than the, the standard. I think their standard product's close to ninety proof. Maybe it's a high eighties, but um, but it's not covered up by a cast finish, then, right? What their standard product? No, they're they're cat they're, they're well, high, yeah, their high proof thing. No, it is because all their standard product, oh, their standard bourbons, all Asian ruby, those that's ruby true. port barrels. So I just think that's their thing, and so um, but it does beg the question: What does their regular distillate taste like? Right? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> If everything's heavily aged and then heavily finished, where what's the essence of it? And so I guess that's um, I guess the true essence of it is that that's what they're doing. That's just the co- that's what they do as a company. That's what they want, and that's their that's, that's their, their thing. angle, yeah. I guess, into the industry, yeah, to the market. Exactly. But yeah. think about how many people love Angel's Envy. Like I know people that aren't bourbon drinkers that are like, that's my favorite bourbon. You know. So I guess they can get a uh, maybe a wider audience with yeah. the, with the casking finish. I, I guess so. Yeah. Well. Should we taste this and figure out whether we're going to like it or not? Let's explore. Let's go (laughs) for our first taste. All right, I'm ready. Wow. It's very sweet. 
Surprisingly, well, I mean, yeah. Like sweet, sweet. Like desserty sweet, but also has some spice. The spice. <laughs> oh, there's the spice. No, I'm <laughs> just messing around. Yeah. <laughs> that finish they did in that cider cast is definitely coming through. Yeah, it's uh, it's very strong. It's very apple forward. And what kind of apples we're talking about? We're talking about like red delicious, um, the red apple skin, not like, you know, golden or green apples. You're just getting a really appley caramel Mm-hmm. caramel apple flavor yeah, yeah. it's just there's really no other way to describe it i think um you know what was the other thing you're picking up there i think the spice of the rye balances nicely makes it taste almost like uh like a fall day yeah um which is weird in the summer but like when i say fall day i'm talking like you you guys probably you know it's so hot right now. Right? It's brutal. It's like brutally hot as in our part of the country and a lot of parts of the country that you can't imagine it. But think about that like 55, 60 degree fall day and having it, you know, the sun go down and then the spice cider comes out. You don't have to spike it with anything. But if you did, if you spiked it with like a little bit of rum and you had a spice pack and you put the, uh, that's, that's kind of what this reminds me of. It's like a very spicy cider flavor um and pleasant man like i want to i want football season to start now <laughs> yeah as you're as you're t- we're saying that i had my eyes closed and i was like kind of imagining oh imagining what you're describing and you know you could i can imagine it was in like one of those tall glass oh yeah irish coffee glasses uh, yeah and like steam was coming up uh, i know what you're talking about and you had your cinnamon stick in there oh there, there's cinnamon there's yeah. definitely cinnamon in here and uh and you're just sipping on it yeah. Yeah. And it had that apple, that apple cider taste to it. Yeah. Mm. That's what it tastes like. Yeah. It's like, uh, I hate to call it one dimensional because it's going to make it sound bad, but it's very, very, if you don't like apples, you ain't like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the name says it all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they aren't hiding it at all. It's there. It's in the name. And, um, I actually think it's a, it's pretty tasty. What do you think finish wise? It goes. Yeah. It's it got goes. a pretty long finish. At 107. Really shows itself in the finish. I think that uh, that ethanol that are catching on the nose yeah. is uh, definitely going back it's palate. Got, it's like, got to go somewhere. <laughs> it's Still keeps going. So with that, so Anthony, would you pass, try, or buy on the Angels Envy, the Cellar Collection, the Ice Cider Cask finish? Well, this is a rare one for me because I don't think I've, I think last episode I was a buy and I'm actually going to be a buy again. So I'm on a buy train. Um, but man, there you go. Back up the truck. Um, I am, uh, I'm not an overly like apple guy. I do like apple pie. And I think that's why this is, uh, hitting a lot of good notes for me. And I will say this angels envy their special releases haven't garnered a ton of attention and this was the first one that really garnered a lot of attention in terms of like secondary and resale. Like there's been years that people bought the cast drink for two fifty on the shelf. They ended up selling it for like 200 because they didn't want it. Nobody wanted it. They just saw it and they thought it was a good buy, but this is definitely a different animal. Like I really like it. It's different than a lot of rise that I've tasted and it's, it's just a pleasure to drink. So I'm going to be a buy even at 250. I don't think that I'm, well, we'll talk about the secondary here in a second, but go ahead. So the flavors on this are very specific. Yes. It's, um, it's apple. 
Mm-hmm. Apple cider. <laughs> apple toddy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's apple. It's very apple. So because of that, I think I'm going to be a try. Okay. Because I don't know if I could be, if I can just drink this. I think it's a very specific drink. Yes. And um, you bring up a great point, by the way. Yeah. I, sh- I should have said something about that, but you're hitting it, man. Um, I definitely try it anywhere you are if you see it because of the lim- the limitability of it. Yeah. I would say just go ahead and try it. But even saying that, if you know it's limited, maybe you should just buy it. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. you. Know? Yeah. But if it wasn't limited, you know, I, I think I'm still going to be a, just a try. Just a try. It, it's good. It's just... It's almost like one of those things that's very specific reason to drink it. I don't know if it needs to be paired well with a dinner. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, some of the, the port finishes or something that just, yeah. you know, if you buy the bottle, you may have it for like 15 years <laughs> before you finish it <laughs> yeah. because it's, it's not something you'll reach for all the time. Yeah. 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 I, I hear you. And that's, yeah, that's a great point because again, a lot of people that might be listening or people that are exploring a category we talked about this when we talked about the Leopold brothers and Dickel rye, like that one is a very unique flavor. And that'll stay around 15, 20, maybe, maybe lifetime. Yeah. Before you finish it. And it's a, it's a very specific. (laughs) (laughs) That's for another reason. That's smirk. Um, (laughs) But I mean, a unique rye flavored whiskey is something that is not going to appeal to everybody. So that's a really important point that you made. Like, even though I think it's good and you think it's good enough to try, there are other people who would probably drink this that are straight bourbon drinkers that might hate it. I mean, this would be a sin, but I mean, maybe you put this on ice. Oh. Because of the the apple cider part of it. Yeah. And maybe... Cool it down. I'm not saying cool it down. It would just be like a different flavor. Yeah, different, different flavor. Yeah. yeah. That might calm some of the ethanol too. Like, I had a pick recently that it was okay on its on its own, but it was 120 proof. Mm-hmm. And so I added water to it. It was delicious. Really? It was, oh, yeah. After a couple, like, it was probably about 10 drops of water. It just changed the whole entire flavor profile of it. And I was thinking, like, man, like, I don't know how much proof it dropped. I don't have a drama mm-hmm. or anything. But, like, it was perfect at that at that proof. So I get what you're saying. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so speaking of which, I have to give a quick shout out because... Um, I was only able to acquire this bottle because a listener of our show and a friend, Landon Charles was the guy who actually hooked me up with this bottle. So thank you, Landon. But I was thinking about it when this came out, I can't tell you how many people know that I'm a rye person, but because the resale was so high on this, people just buying it and reselling. I'm like, Hey, I thought we were friends. Hey, come back. You know, I'm like, come on. Can somebody just hook me up with one? And Landon was the only guy that did it. But like, that's one of my number one pet peeves when it comes to like the community. There's so many people local here in Lexington that, I mean, Hey, I've done it times at two, you know, you know, we, we, we sometimes sell stuff we don't want, whatever, you know, or not even things that we don't want. We just sell things because we have too much stuff or we might, you know, just see a need for something else like unexpectedly having to replace tires on your car or something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it compels you to sell. But the thing that drives me the most nuts about not to pivot real quickly, but I will mention it is the fact that there are a lot of people that buy local for a discount. Then they sell national for max profits. Mm -hmm. And that's a big no, no for me. And, um, 
I don't know why, but when this, when this released, that kind of really came to me and really upset me because a lot of people were snatching these up here in Lexington and selling them national for like five, $600 and good on them. They made some money, but like, I was like, man, I'm just trying to get one bottle to help brother out <laughs> and, and nobody but Landon helped me out. So I hate that. I hate the national local dynamic where the flip is like, let me get it from somebody cheaper here, sell it national or something else. But I mean, that makes me sound like a, I don't know. Well, it's good to have good friends. It's good to have good friends. Yeah. And, uh, Absolutely. I, I, you know, the other part of it, well, we'll leave that for another discussion. <laughs> and with that, thanks for listening to this week's edition. Please like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Mashup KY. Also, let us know your thoughts on this bottle in the comment section. Until next time, keep it neat. Super neat. Though, I don't know if anyone's going to leave us any thoughts. This bottle since 250 and it's limited. Yeah.